Hello, and welcome to another episode of Better Know an Archetype. Today, I'm going to be talking about uh, the steel archetype. Um, so just to clarify a little bit, this is kind of a... Uh, some people might argue that this is slicing it a little thin, and it's it's definitely possible, but steel is an archetype uh, that wants to turn your opponent's progress against them and um, to, to thereby race ahead of them. So last week we talked about rush, and uh, or in the last episode anyway, and in a, in a rush deck, the objective is to just get to the end get to three keys as quickly as possible before your opponent has a chance. And in a steel deck, uh, you are actually slowing down your opponent as you're speeding yourself up. And in a lot of steel decks, you actually depend on your opponent making progress in order for you to steal that momentum from them. And so, um, so it is definitely distinct from Rush, although it can play out as rush. I mean, you are, you know, just trying to get there ahead of them uh, and not execute some complicated combo typically. So with that said, um, the, the DOK search parameters that I have in here right now are um, the deck has to have at least 15 Amber control, and then I limited it to shadows. And there it is possible to have strong steel support in other houses for sure um but shadows really that is their house identity so that's what i searched for and then i'll talk a little bit about some different ways things can go so actually i think the top two examples that come up in this search are, are very good this first one spirit kareem specter hog has a shadows house that has several steel cards it has too much to protect that's a, a really nice keystone steel card right if your opponent gets to 20 but you can play too much to protect then you are uh you know you're stealing a lot of their progress you're pulling them away from uh them away from winning hopefully if you combine that with cards like trust no one or ronnie wrist clocks that can steal one or more then you're able to take somebody off of any number of amber, any amount of amber, down below six, and suddenly you are really, uh, you know, punishing them. They don't get to forge a key at all, and you've taken all their progress. So uh, now this benefits, as a lot of steel decks do, especially decks that have uh, scaling steel, like too much to protect. This benefits from cards that delay forging. So Edai is a good example here where it, boosts, that it uh, boosts up that key cost, and that uh, ideally sets up your opponent to have to go really far um, in order to, to get to before they get to forge, and you know maybe they really are up to 20 by the time you play too much to protect, and that's a great situation for you to be in. Archive also helps with these scaling steel, although with the Plinky steel, it doesn't matter nearly as much. Key Forgery is another great card here because it potentially delays the forge, setting you up to, um, again, be able to steal more with that too much to protect. A little extra steal here, too, with information exchange. Um, over here, we have Dastardly Puzzle Anenta, which is a 99 SAS deck. The previous one was 102. 
And this one has um, some key boosting in Lash of Broken Dreams, some capture uh, and other ways to just delay the forge in Charette. Shaffles can slow an opponent down a little bit. And then we have cards like two Nerve Blasts, um, a Bait and Switch, two Urchins to do a bunch of Steel. And that's, that's actually only theoretically, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, maybe seven, you know, steel that you'll get out of all those. Seven's actually quite a lot, but, um, you know, that that's a whole key that your opponent doesn't get and you do. And cards like Interdimensional Graft, um, it's not steel, but I would put it in the same category where you're leveraging your opponent's momentum to actually boost you. Um, the, the difference between Interdimensional Graft and Too Much to Protect is Interdimensional Graft has to let them forge. And, um, I mean, there's other differences too, but effectively, especially in Coda, that was pretty much the difference. Um, yeah, so either in any case, in any case, we are just here trying to, again, steal our opponent's momentum, add it to us, and run with it. Now, down here is an interesting example in the Teal Sorcerer Merchant of Zostpad of a slightly different direction here. Now, we do see two interdimensional graphs. We also see three tributes, and um, yeah, those tributes offer a way, to, another way to slow the opponent down pretty far. And if they do, then eventually get the amber back, you can hit them with an interdimensional graft, which is a really nice setup. Some card, uh, some Sarian decks even utilize tricks like Exile or Calipigian Ideal, uh, Brachus, Medicus Lacus. Um, Senator Shrix. Is that all of them? There are, there are a few of them. Uh, Imperial Forge to turn Captured Amber into suddenly a, a bonus for you. And that can be uh, really great. It is, you know, even though it's not steel, that sort of like I'm capturing, but then I'm somehow getting it to my pool uh, is a really nice effect. Oh, and there is even, um, is it Barry Riches is in Dark Tidings that also moves Amber. Um, Curious RS can sort of work this way depending on how it plays out. So yeah, anyway, the point is that there are lots of ways in Sarian to take the opponent's Amber, um, capture it, and then eventually have it somehow move to your pool. Uh, Six Emperor Tyrannus is another way. See, so many ways. And Mars is another house that uh, has ways to do either big steel or big, um, you know, make your opponent capture their own amber type plays. Um, but those sort of work as combos where you need to have a bunch of Mars out and ready, potentially, just depending on the situation. And so it's a little more difficult to pull those off, but when they do uh, happen, uh, you know, a really good uh, a really good psychic network or hypnotic command play can really be devastating. So, or Mars needs Amber, things like that. So there are lots of ways in Mars to do similar things. They're just a little more combo-y, like Dinos. Whereas Shadows is more just straight up in your face, I'm taking your Amber. Okay, so having talked about that, um, let me give you a couple examples from my own collection. Three examples, I think. Um, so this one, Proudfoot, is um, 
Ah, sorry, I didn't. I don't mean to display that. The sale. Um. Anyway, uh, Proudfoot is a nice deck that it races. It produces a lot of amber, um, but it also can steal a bit from the opponent. Right? We have an urchin, relentless whispers, nerve blast, finishing blow, too much to protect. Um, that's four one-hit steals plus the too much to protect. So we're racing, but we're also able to slow the opponent down a little bit. Of course, it does not meet that 15A threshold I had set in the previous search. Uh, Raja is, uh, this Raja Arbompas is another example. Routine Job is a really devastating steal card because you get up to four in a deck, and that fourth one can steal four amber, which is just incredible uh, but this is another deck that is uh racing right we we have the classic sort of coda rush with two hunting witches we have nepenthe seeds regrowth uh to get creatures back um cleansing wave can be a pretty big burst but then we also have cards like relentless whispers and bait and switch and routine jobs that steal from the opponent to uh, to balance this out so that we can hopefully forge three keys before they do. Um, oh, I should also give an, a mention, it's not in this deck, but um, in some of the, maybe it's in this one. Nope. Uh, in some decks, let's see if I can find a nice example here. It can pair well to have cards that uh, oh, this is a, a silly combo. Binding Rupture plus Interdimensional Graft. You double your opponent's Amber, but then steal all of it above six. That can be pretty cool. Um, but cards like Effervescent Principle, cards that burn Amber, can also be helpful here. Just because they slow down the opponent while you set up a big steal. So, um, you know, don't, don't neglect the effect of cards like that. That can be pretty good. See, like, here's two Effervescent Principles. But also routine jobs, too much to protect, finishing blows. So there's a bunch of stuff in here that steals big, but you can also burn amber in the meantime. Um, okay, so and then the last deck of mine that I wanted to show really quick here is um, Hillen. Actually, sorry, this is not mine. I lied. This is uh, Brobner 89s, but it has um, quite a lot of steel, not all of it in just shadows right we have dino fiend and demo beast each of which have destroyed steel one which are really nice effects it has a really high e so it's racing and then it has a bunch of steel look over there three of those uh two bone nithings and a safe place so you can uh oh that's wrong i, I was thinking safe house but two bone nithings a rad penny and a shadow council uh these are all ways that you might be able to go ahead and steal so it's going fast, it slows the opponent down, and this is a really, really very strong deck. And then it has a, you know, nice um, uh, rush tool here in Keyfrog so that you can potentially uh, insta-forge a key. So, okay, so let's talk about what uh, makes steel's the steel archetype's life hard. Um, there are a few cards that I can think of or, or types of effects that make this hard. The first category is pretty obvious. It's cards that prevent steel. Um, cards like uh, Vault Keeper, um, Discombobulator, uh, 
I can't think now of the one in, in Untamed. I really should be able to think of that, but, but it's there. It's really good for Untamed. Um, so yeah, so there are several cards that just say your opponent can't steal. And obviously that can be really devastating if you're, if you need to steal. And so some creature control to deal with those types of problems, pretty much all of the, not pretty much all of those are creature based. So if you can destroy the creature, you can start to do your work again. Um, but on top of that, there are cards like red hand registry that says if your opponent uh, steals from you, they skip their forge a key step on their next turn. That can be pretty harsh for steel decks. Um, of course, cards that don't technically steal but do take your amber some other way, get around those types of, uh, of punish cards or prevent cards. Uh, additionally, there are cards, oh, Odawak, of course. How could I forget Odawak? Uh, yeah, so additionally, though, Key cheats are really effective tools against stealing because they let you use the amber before your opponent has a chance to use them, to, to use the amber. Um, and, oh, and then uh, control, which we will talk about in a future week, but hard player control ways that you can push your opponent away from the house where they would be able to steal. Um, or just slowing your opponent down so they can't get to the cards that they need to do their silly steel combos. Those can both be very effective mechanisms too. If your opponent doesn't have the tools they need or they don't have access to those tools, then uh, then you're you're also much safer from stealing. And so uh, you know, well placed control the weak is a great way to close out a game against somebody playing a, a steel deck. Uh, yeah, so that was a look at the steel archetype. Again, it's it shares a lot of similarities with Rush, but it's also focusing on slowing the opponent down and, and often using the opponent's progress as a means to fuel your own. Uh, sometimes if, if your opponent's deck is not producing Amber for a while, it can be hard to get an engine like this going because uh, you were hoping to generate Amber by stealing from your opponent. And if, if you can't do that, maybe... Um, you know, it's just a question of whether you have other ways to generate amber. So anyway, that's my discussion of uh, the, what I'm calling the seal archetype. Uh, hope you found it helpful. And, um, you know, if you've played against a crazy steel-based deck, uh, please feel free to share it. I would love to look at some of those in your in the comments. And, um, and of course, if you have an idea for another archetype that you think I should cover, please share it. Um, I'm super interested in seeing, you know, what I'm missing here. Uh, thanks, and I hope you'll get out and forge some keys.